Hi guys, alright, welcome back to the second episode of my second series. So, in this episode, I'll be talking about um, terrorism in Australia. Okay, I apologize if I sound like I'm sick. I have blocked nose. Yeah, so I'm, I apologize. But, but alright, let's get started. So, um, in this episode, I'll be talking about, I guess, the, the current um, situation of terrorism activity in Australia. Yeah, um, I'll be focusing on um, Islamic terrorism, if you guys are not familiar with my channel. Alright, so I guess um, for starters, I'll just give a few examples of um, terrorist activities in Australia. One of the most well-known ones um, is the 2014 Sydney hostage crisis. Yeah, I remember seeing, or rather, I remember watching this on television. Yeah, so basically, it's it's about it's it's about this um, this um, Australian man of Iranian descent. Iranian descent. Um, his name was Manharon Monis. Yeah, and basically, he took fourteen be- fourteen people hostage inside a cafe in Sydney yeah so if you guys are not familiar with this guy um, he, he if I'm not wrong he fled um, to Australia in the late 1990s because um, he had, he had um, some kind of trouble with um, with the law in Iran yeah so he decided to flee to Australia and basically um, while he's living in Australia while he's yeah basically he was a refugee for a few years before he got his citizenship um, and if I'm not wrong he ran into a few um, trouble with the law I suppose um, he he was got he was convicted of his wife's murder if i'm not wrong again i'm not really sure but um if i'm not wrong he he was convicted of murder of his wife yeah but basically he, um he was he got i guess he got record yeah he got record for being uh for being a uh, criminal basically yeah um, so I I guess he was um, radicalized in in the late um, 2000s and he went on to um, take people, take um, 70 people hostage in 2014 um, what happened in the end was that um, police breached the cafe and basically they shot Monis and um, two hostages died while another four people including a police officer were injured in the incident yeah so yeah so that's one incident um, I also noticed that there were four stabbings after the incident there were four 
um, stabbings with I guess um, with terrorist motives following the 2014 incident yeah. so basically um, obtaining a gun uh, or other weapons is not um, it's not really easy in Australia so a lot of, a lot of these um, radicalized individuals or what who we call um, um, lone wolf lone wolf um, terrorists they basically um, stab people yeah because they they couldn't get um, guns yeah And then one interesting thing when I was doing my research for this episode, I came across this um, Supermax prison. Yeah. Basically Supermax prison is Australia's most secure jail. Yeah. But at the same time it is also often referred to um, as super mosque. Yeah. Basically it's because a lot of a lot of its inmates are on terror charges. Yeah, basically a lot of terrorists are sent to this prison and basically it's known as as um, super mosque because of that one interesting um, fact about this prison was that one of its inmates uh, uh, Liv Marchand uh, basically he's a convicted killer yeah, he, and he went on to to convert to Islam while he's serving his sentence. And basically, he adopted a I guess radical version of Islam, and he refused to have television or radio in his cell, and he slept on the floor. Yeah. yeah so I found that a bit interesting. But basically, um, a lot of people, or a lot of articles that I've read, um, mention about um, radicalization happening in this prison. I'm not really sure how how um, factual this is. Yeah, but basically, there, um, you know, there are a lot of <laughs> there are a lot of um, terrorists who who are sentenced and were put in this jail. Yeah, so yeah, that's a bit interesting. And basically, seventy seventy five percent of the inmates are Muslims. All right. Okay. So okay, now I'll be talking about um, ISIS activities activities in Australia. So I'll start from from here, I guess. Um, like any other developed countries. There are a lot of Australians who actually um, moved to, um, or rather, they joined ISIS. Yeah, and basically by March twenty fifteen, there were at least nine Australian ISIS members in Iraq and Syria, and twenty of them had been killed. Yeah, so um, one of the I guess most well-known cases uh, was about this Jake Billardy guy. Yeah, 
so I'm sure if you guys most of you guys have probably um, seen a picture of him yeah basically he's he's um an Australian teenager yeah who basically converted to Islam while he was in school yeah, after his mom's death from cancer yeah and and one interesting thing was that um, while I was doing my research on him um, I, I came across this article that basically um, showed the timeline of his um, radicalization yeah so basically um, he was radicalized online and um, one I guess the the author of the article actually um, found his Yahoo account yeah so basically on Yahoo he he asked um, questions you know very questionable questions um, before before his departure to to Syria yeah so you know like any other kids he, he started asking questions on innocent issues you know but eventually as he grew older you know he he started asking you know more complex questions more you know questions that are harder to be answered and basically um he started to ask um, questions about radical Islam, yeah, and things like that, yeah, and basically, yeah, it, it really shows, I guess, um, the timeline of him being radicalized, yeah, and then, so basically what happened to him was that less than a year from his arrival in, in Syria, he actually died from suicide bombing in March 2015, yeah, so basically, um, from the start, he already stated that he wanted to be a suicide bomber yeah so yeah basically that explains why less than a year from his arrival he's already dead all right so second is about this neil prakash guy yeah so basically he was born to um fijian father and cambodian mother yeah and he con converted to islam in 2020 and now he's known as the recruiter of Australian ISIS members and basically what's interesting is that um, his Australian citizenship was actually cancelled in 2018 yeah. which means that he had um, possibly double or rather dual citizenships yeah and basically he was captured in Turkey in 2016 after he tried to flee from Syria to Turkey using fake documents and now he is currently serving his sentence in Turkey and he is expected to be um, extradited to Australia to stand, to stand a trial alright I guess um, I guess I'll stop here first and See you guys for the second episode.